0: Welcome back to another episode of Where Are They? Today we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Asia Degree. Um and this the Asia's uh case is very frustrating one being that there's such a lack of evidence in this case um which means this was probably even a little bit of a shorter episode because you know there's not much to present it honestly leads to nowhere it seems. Uh so she went missing on Valentine Valentine's Day of 2000 which is actually her parents' wedding anniversary. Uh, She was nine years old at the time, uh, so she should be around 26 by now. Um, And when you hear what she did and how it went down, you're going to be amazed she was only nine to, like, think all of this through. Um, But anyways, her parents named uh, Harold and uh, Quilla Degree, um, and they also have a son, O'Brien, as well as, you know, with Aisha. And this all happened in Shelby, North Carolina. It was a big rainstorm that night um, that knocked out the power for them. Uh, And that night, her father worked a second job. He had late night shifts, so it was really common for him to be working late hours of the night uh, and odd hours. So nothing out of the ordinary for the family. So he was working until 1130 at night um aquila put the kids to sleep around 8 p.m uh both her kids shared a bedroom together about an hour after they went to sleep the power went out uh for their whole neighborhood due to the a car crash because of the storm um so harold returned from work at around maybe 12 i think it was reported of 12:30 a.m and the power was back on at that point um he says that he came in checked on both the kids saw they were asleep Um, and you know, working long hours, or late hours, you have like a schedule that's really off, so he stayed up that night watching TV, which was pretty normal for him, um, and went to bed around 2.30 a.m., thinking the kids were both sleeping in their beds and everything was like a normal night. But the most bizarre thing happened, so Aisha, who was only 9 years old, keep in mind, had a pre-packed bag that night, um this is sort of a premeditated thing it feels like sometime during the night she got up and left um now we see kids run away all the time you know like they get into a fight with their parents they run away but they end up coming back and they don't go very far um and not making it anywhere uh so she had packed multiple clothes and everything she uh she had needed and she they think she just left the house and ran away which seems bizarre for a nine-year-old to just get up in the middle of the night and run away you know we can see this maybe in a teenager or even 11 12 but nine seems a little young to be able to premeditate this type of a thing um so her brother actually says that he heard squeaking in the bed in her bed Um, and he just thought she was rolling over, you know, restless sleeping, so he didn't pay much attention to it, but he thinks she must have been getting up and getting ready to leave. So Aquila says that she woke up around 5 45 a.m. and woke up to draw a bath for kids, because they couldn't the night before without the power, so she was getting them up to get ready for the day. She obviously went into their rooms and noticed that the brother was the only one there and Aisha was gone, so obviously as a mother you're going to just panic when your kid is not where you left them and where you think they should be uh now they were really great parents from what we know just for some background because you know people speculate about the parents all the time they were very protective of the children they knew where they were the kids were always well behaved and well disciplined you know not in a bad way just all around well-rounded family um and they were sort of almost sheltered in a way the kids they didn't even have a uh, tv in their bedrooms or whatever so the kids were and the parents were great parents um they said that they really tried to make sure that their whole family was church family and friends and that's pretty much what it was for them uh so anyway getting back to the time of the disappearance she ran to harold and he thought maybe she went to his mother's house across the street um but when they called the sister-in-law said she wasn't there and that's when the panic set in. Uh, she freaked out, called the police. The police ar- arrived around 6.40 a.m. onto the scene. Um, Aquila was running around the neighborhood. The whole family had tons of family and friends and neighbors. Stopped whatever they were doing for the day um, to search for Asia. They didn't find her that day. And after the por- report um, of what happened aired on TV... They got a few calls of sightings. Two drivers said they saw Aisha walking down Highway uh, 180. They said around 4 a.m. in the pouring rain, this little girl was walking on the side of the highway in the middle of the night with a backpack. And they said she was wearing a long white t-shirt with white pants. Several people say they uh, saw her, but no one stops to see if she's okay or even bothered to call the police. Um, one man said that he saw her encircled around a couple times to, you know, just to see what was wrong, um, and went up to her. And when she saw him, she got spooked and ran off into the woods, according to what he said. He didn't bother to call the police. Uh, no one did in fact of anyone that spotted her. Um, people thought that this must've been a premeditated run away because she had a packed bag. But it's odd for a nine-year-old to just run away in the middle of the night at 4 a.m. in a torrential downpour. Um, As well as no reason for her to run away. You know, she was smart. She was on the basketball team. She had a great family life. She was nine years old and she was a happy kid. Um, There were no signs of depression. She had no anything, no history of it. Um, A lot of this case has been held pretty secretive. And the police haven't really released a ton of information Uh, No one seems to think that she was abducted. From what it seems, it almost as if she ran away, and along the way, maybe someone could have taken her, which is a possibility. Um, But a few days later, on February 17th of that year, a few days after uh, the disappearance, they came across this shed, um, and they found candy wrappers and a hair bow, and it was a Mickey Mouse-shaped hair bow. Uh, There was also a pencil and a pen found there as well. Um, and later they did confirm that these belonged to her, uh, that leads us to believe she ran off into the woods and into that shed. But there's, that's really where the trail goes cold. There's nothing for them to go off of past that with no answers, no leads. Um, but a year and a half later, August of 2001, they found her book bag. Um, it was found at a construction site buried and the weird thing is, is that it was wrapped in two trash bags. This is so weird because if you're trying to get rid of evidence, like if someone did something to her and wanted to make sure it was never found, why would you save it? You know, whoever put that there, it almost seemed like they were trying to ensure to protect it from the elements, you know, with the two bag trash bags covering it. Um, but it was found about 26 miles from Shelby uh So, you know, 26 miles is a long way. Like, is this 9-year-old walking there? How long after she disappeared? um, Was it put there? Was she brought there? Did someone drive her there? So it's all very confusing um, with that mile difference for how young she was. Uh, the bag had several sets of clothes, um, it even had her basketball uniform and a picture of her family, which, you know, you would think if a little kid is running away, you they'd put a picture of their family in their backpack, um, which seems to go back to the whole premeditated idea. Uh, recently, the FBI got a lead in 2016, of a sighting of Aisha getting into a car, people think, uh, from her progressed-aged photos, um, and ever since then you know they put out information about the car they've been receiving tips daily since that information was put out um and that's really where this case stopped like since then they've gotten tips but it hasn't really led anywhere it's really just an overall around unsolved case that just hardly has any evidence to even try to find her you know is she alive was she abducted did she run away herself did she run away herself but then get abducted um did someone you know tell her did an adult tell her hey let's meet up and you know gave her a time and said we'll go on an adventure you know with something like that like a lore was it but no one knows um And there's really not that many hard conspiracy theories like there are in other cases we've talked about. Um, But if you have any other theories of your own on this case, comment them in the comment section below. Um, Or if you have any information that could uh, hopefully help in solving this case, bring them to the authorities. Um, But thanks for tuning in again this week. And if you've missed the last two episodes, check those out. Um, We covered Madeline McCain and... Uh, Amy Bradley. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.